0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast featuring Good Morning Amigo.
1: Good Morning Amigo. Good morning Sunshine. Thursday. Day! Yep. It's Thursday. It's the 22nd day of October. It is, uh, I guess, what is it? Year. Yes, it's year 2069 minus 49. Yeah, buddy. It's true. Dude, these glasses are awesome. I swear to you. I feel like a kid, like I have 2019 vision again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never. You think I'm kidding with you. You know when I took it for a while, I wasn't saying Trump's name. Hey, Trumpo. I wouldn't say his name.
2: We're super necessary.
1: Super necessary. Oh, we're gonna talk about you, Jorge. Ibrahim, if you're listening, evening, if you're listening, my man. Hold on a second. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna just preface, and a little later in the program, I wanna, I wanna play something that George had to say. That, well, I just, I don't know that I want anybody's opinion. It's just, I love hearing George talk. George sounds like my neighborhood. So if my neighborhood sounded like something, right, Frank? My neighborhood would sound like.
2: Uh, Super necessary.
1: That's what my neighborhood sounds like. I remember coming from New York and saying, man, that that whole twang that has the little Hispanic, I don't speak perfect English thing is weird. Everybody here does that. And it's, it's the coolest thing ever. Some people make fun of it. I think it's the most amazing thing. He doesn't even really have that. He is so amazingly eloquent. He has, he has a 305 twang. I don't care if it sounds there. You got it. I'm from Little Havana here. Here I am. Hi, Mr. Little Havana right here at Slam Radio talking to the nation, talking to the world, talking to 35 million subscribers, and I'll say it clearly. It's pretty sexy and pretty damn good to be from the 305.
3: Have you ever been told that you have a three oh five twang?
1: Some people from other parts say yes.
3: I always get it. Well, well not in town, but out of towners, I always get it. Whenever I go to Chicago, New York, or something, they're like, "You're from Miami." And I'm like, "So yeah, full disclosure,
1: they all think we sound like that, right?" Yeah, I have a little twang, but remember, I have a unique twang because Brooklynese is in there.
3: That's why I asked So that I question. think
1: people kind of come lose it. <laughs> That was better of a run. That wasn't a whistle. That was a much better rim shot. Very good. Very good. Um, So that's where it gets twisted and twanged. You do have it thicker than I do. But it's all Mexican there, you know, because I speak a lot of Spanish, and you can't help it, but dialects seep into other... Like when you hear an American person speak Spanish... Will we have a cortadito, please? Like, there's no, like, un cortadito, por favor. (laughs) Uh, Guy doesn't sound Hispanic, okay? (laughs) Just saying.
4: Manny, look at this. Pelican, fly. Come on, Pelican.
1: That was a fantastic soundbite by you. You're getting good at this game, Frank. (laughs) I swear to you guys, this is, is we should go to improv. That would be a good stand-up routine. We get you with a mixer and sound bites and then I just go
3: off. Oh man, people tell me I can talk through movie quotes, so I can t- absolutely and then talk can through. You can like yell lights.
1: back at me. You can be my instigator while you okay. use that.
3: In fact, I don't know if your daughter's ever told you, but her and I have gif conversations. So the yes. entire conversation is just through GIFs. Yes.
1: GIF. Yes.
3: So I can absolutely conquer that.
1: So you would I so said have a little mixer. I would sit on a stool here. I could already envision this, guys. I'm on a stool, the lights are there, it's the improv. No masks. <laughs> Allow me. It's my dream, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> and Frank's off to the side a la Gelman. Remember, you know who Gelman is?
3: Is that from like Dave Letterman?
1: No, well, Gel- no, that's that.
3: I'm thinking like yes. one of those side people. Yes,
1: like that. But that's not Gelman. Okay. Gelman is from Kelly and Regis, who's now Ryan and Kelly. Gelman's been there forever, he's been their producer forever. Okay. And he'll throw a shot. But you would be a more interactive gelman. Like, you would... Because it's just me and you. And your job, not overbearingly, but very timely, would be to interject and instigate. Through sounds and your microphone.
3: I'm in, man. Let me know when you know we're going to start like this you, because I'm so, in 100 So,
1: I'm 80. You're 20 on the mic. But you have sounds and I don't have sounds. So, you... You're supposed to win by a nose every time. That's what's going to yeah. make that whole routine funny. Duh. And we call it stepbrothers or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I get creative sometimes in the morning, man. That's why, you know. Now you're going to get it, Bobby. Yep. Yep. That's what she said.
3: Ah! Ah! Did you know I was coming? No, I didn't. Ah! That was a good one.
1: It was, you laid it up. I am like, Oh, uh, wow. That's loading up there Bob like a City balloon. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm going for the hoop. The alleys are already up there. Oh, can we do some sports? Sure we can. Who's interested in Antonio Brown?
3: Wow. The Seahawks, huh? The Seahawks. Oh, no. The Rich Care no. Aren't you the Seahawks think,
1: kind of undefeated?
3: You still think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> do you want to know that I would be happy if
1: Seattle won? Like, I would be supremely happy for Russell. Like, I have gotten pat. This would not be the first or second time, as far as a football player is concerned, that I start disliking them and end up appreciating, honoring, and in some, in some cases, Thomas Brady, just adoring them. The, Tom Brady, the thing with Tom Brady and me is weird. How do you go from being the guy that I most disliked, perhaps in all of sports, to the level of adoration I have for it. It's not contrived, it's not a radio thing. I, I love the guy. I absolutely love the guy. Maybe I grew up, I don't know.
3: I think I think you were living in the moment by hating him because you're a dolphin fan. So Dude, I was, in the was moment. a dolphin
1: fan when I learned to love him. But like I would piss off Dolphin fans because I, I praise them. Dude, I couldn't go to the New England Dolphin game. You know what would happen? Okay. They're not on yet. And go drink with the Patriots fans. Mm. I cannot, I can't lie to you, bro. I can't lie. And I have dolphin gear. I'm going, yo, I come in peace. Come to drink. <laughs> yo.
3: I come in peace. <laughs> what are you doing? Meeting Martians? I come in peace. No, but brother, you're you know giving the whole Star Trek to A and whole everything.
1: bunch of Patriot jersey you're wearing a dolphin. And you know, you gotta go, yo, I'm here to party with you guys. They come from the Boston area. They were my rivals in all the sports, but they know how to drink and party.
3: It Bastin. Bastin. Agadin.
1: Fed my back. Um oh, Ash. They come all the way down, they make a whole weekend out of it because they get 80 degree weather for a few days and they get to see their pats. They get a little rowdy sometimes, that might most, but, but nothing better is a first or second quarter run to the bar and hang out with patrons, I've done it three or four different times. I can't go. Mm-hmm. I piss off my friends. Like if I go with a friend, they go, "What are you doing, bro?" So you're them? Like, "I'm never gonna hang out with these people again. They're cool."
3: <laughs> I'd be bothered too if I took you to game gaming. You went to go hang out with I'm the enemy. I'm
1: famous for that stuff, dude. The time that I went with FIU to go to the Toledo game, but I wasn't alone. I had a bunch of like there was one guy. I think it was Sean Thornbert. I'll never forget Sean. I think Sean when we were getting there, he goes, "You know we're walking through these tailgates, right?" And I looked at him. I'm saying to myself, "Dude, I would do it alone, but I don't know any of these people." Next thing I know, like, eight of us from FIU with FIU shirts walked through. Brother, we, like, I almost missed the game.
4: You're living up almost to your name.
1: I almost missed the game. These people were like, ah, hugs. They're like, ah, horrible fans. They were screaming heinous stuff at us. No problem, though. But they gave us brats. They gave us beers. Whatever we wanted. they was like, come on, party with us. Taking pictures with us. It was like, what in Toledo's name is this?
3: You do live up to your name. Your wife must hate going out with you because you are a huge social butterfly Well
1: I've had to incubate because we would go the joke was like when we would go to Disney World I had a streak for years I ne- like I for years I went to Disney World never a time that I go to Disney World anonymously like I always ran into someone I knew always but then it became like when we went to uh, New York we'd run into randomly into someone and like, how, how, how's this happening to you? Go to
3: Vegas, run into somebody you know. <laughs> Bro, I went to, I, I, I have that problem. Every time I go somewhere, I end up running into somebody that I know. Um, so my, my wife is always telling me the same thing. She's like, how is it that we always go somewhere and you know somebody? Whether it's New York, Chicago, um, uh, Disney World. Dude, I went across the ocean. I went across the Atlantic Ocean ran into to them. Holland, and I ran into somebody that I knew. We ended up hanging out. Like, we, we made it a trip. We took pictures together. It was a lot of fun. It was we really cool we could it was spontaneously. I was
1: like, we could have planned it this good.
3: She saw something on my story or something on my fa- just Facebook or MySpace back then, and she saw something, and she goes, hey, wait, are you in Holland? And I go, yeah. And she goes, oh, my God, let's meet here in this corner. When she told me the hotel she was at, she was staying like three hotels away from me.
1: I go to New York on business in January. And one of my Naples trips, I met a couple. Um, they're from, like, you know. I, I don't remember what parts they were. They certainly weren't from New York. Absolutely were not from New York. Sweetest couple. They had just started going out. I'd like to travel. To this day, they're still together. I think this is three years. Maybe four. It Actually, might even be four years, Frank. To be honest with you. It's been a bit. since, But they're still together. So that's what social media does. So when I start posting stuff from New York, she goes,
2: wait a minute. Are you here?"
1: We missed each other because I just couldn't, right? Right. I think that's one of the only trips I've gone on that I haven't just run into randomly someone that I know. No. (laughs) You know? And even still, when I'm going to New York, I get on a plane, and I'm I'm sitting next to some girl that went to high school with me, and I didn't know who she was, but she knew who I was.
3: Bro, I went to I went to uh, I went to New York like two Christmases ago, like the very first Christmas that we had when we opened the station. So it was 2018, and I'm hanging out in Times Square. We end up meeting some of my wife's family that lives in New York. We did the dinner thing, so we're standing outside somewhere, and all of a sudden, like they start walking away. And my wife's looking around looking for me. She turns around and I'm talking to somebody that I used to take care of in after school care back in like 2004. She's like, how is it that you go everywhere and you just run into somebody? And it's not just like a, hey, how are you? It's a full-blown conversation.
1: Have you heard my friends say the two degrees of separation of Larry and Millian?
3: No, I, I've heard the so, six degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon. Right,
1: and that exists. That's a funny joke. But the two degrees of separation that exists with me is if, if I don't know someone, I know someone who does. And I'm pretty convinced, like in 80 or 90 percent of opportunities. I, that's why I feel like I'm a good connector and network. I know a lot of people. I'm not. I know a lot of people like me that know a lot of people. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal, but I always think. turn that around. And and I think that the amigo moniker is weird because, you know, I'm. I think when I'm not on the air, I can be very funny, but I'm very to myself, very serious. So it's weird that the amigo thing. You know, I know when it started, I I, I lived it up, lived it up settled into it it's you know it's more of a radio persona anybody who knows me off air knows i'm driven by other things um but it sure is a lot of fun to be the guy that's supposed to be everybody's friend like that's the coolest thing in the world uh it brings down some barriers when you meet people and some would argue that my personality does that kids are afraid of me till they get to know me and adults I think maybe they they don't become afraid of me until they get to know me, <laughs> but I mean honestly, no one's afraid of me. I'm, I'm you know like I'm the guy. Ah, you come into this place. I'm Rourke. From Fantasy Island.
3: Yeah, I like I like just making conversations with random people. I like making somebody smile, making somebody laugh. Like if I go to a gas station real quick, I know that they're having a bad day. Nobody necessarily likes a job of sitting behind the cash register dealing with customer after customer. So I'll pop a little joke. I'll make a little conversation. Hey, da 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 And then I walk away feeling good because I know at least for 30 seconds I made them feel good. My wife doesn't like that I do that. She likes that. She's just like, oh, you should just go get what you got to get and just walk out. Um, even like going to like somewhere like parking or something, Like, I'll just throw them off completely different, like just throwing something random out there just to make them think. And then you end up laughing about it. She doesn't like that I do that either. She's like, well, somebody's gonna, you're gonna get into problems one day. I was like, bro.
1: Oh, short, I, yes, bro. yes. Life's too short. I get that
3: periodically. I'm like, and I don't me understand meto, how me kind of making a joke with somebody is gonna get me into problems. Me the meto problem en cosas, digo right? cosas, y me voy a buscar un lío. El día que pase, que pase. I
1: don't think I'm gonna have that problem. I disarm. What I you know I don't engage as much though. That I used to do more frequently. I don't engage as much. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's a I blame the world for that one. I think the world's changed a little bit, so so have I. All right, so I'm gonna say it, bro. You ready? Do it. As much as I love Tua tunga um I'm upset at the Dolphins right now. Absolutely. I let it hit me for a day. I'm again, I'm very happy for Tua. Mm-hmm and you know that I am a huge to a fan, similarly to how I was a fan of Tebow, like that. Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this season. That's not hyperbole, that's stats. I've got the metrics to show it, I've got the metrics to prove it. I'm sorry, when you're 3-3, three and three, a third of the way into the season, and your quarterback slinging the rock, like Dan Marino. My man, you gotta let that guy go. Seventh in the league in QBR, that makes him borderline elite. This season, elite, not overall elite. I got it. Top five in so many other categories, including completion percentage at seventy percent, mm-hmm. and stats that include yards per attempt. I believe like there's a few. Uh, this guy is among the top quarterbacks. Top quarter.
3: Well, at least he's playing like it right now. He's playing. like But well, remember, it. the competition that they've played hasn't necessarily been to par. They've played three of the, so of the worst teams in the so league. So the
1: solution is to put a rookie quarterback in no, the no, face a tougher schedule. Wow.
3: absolutely not. It's a terrible. Ab- moment. But you know what? I I mean, so, so you know, I'm a big proponent for reading body language, and i i kind of I kind of feed on how you're portraying yourself because necessarily what's coming out of your mouth isn't necessarily what you feel. Correct. The way Flores came across yesterday, on when how, how he was talking about it. You think this is uh, coming from upstairs? Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. hmm Absolutely. I think this is a Ross move. Um, and Because Ross has already been known to treat this like his toy. And he reminds me a lot of Jerry Jones um, in the early 90s with how he ran Jimmy Johnson out of town. Um, and he brought in Barry Switzer to pretty much for him to be his puppet. Remember, Jerry Jones wanted to be on the sidelines, and Jimmy Johnson wanted absolutely no part of it. Correct. And Jerry Jones treated the Cowboys like his toy. All right, so they were winning Super Bowls. But remember, he treated it like his toy. So Barry Switzer came in, and then he was able to do whatever he wanted. Barry Switzer was the guy that wasn't going to say anything to Jerry Jones. Yes, sir. No problem. So I feel that uh, that Stephen Ross is kind of using this as his toy. He already upgraded his stadium. Now he has his playpen. And he's just using it as his toy. And this is just a move that he told Brian Flores, hey, we drafted this guy. The fans want to see him. Look how much noise they made. We had... Eleven thousand fans, thirteen thousand fans of the game on Sunday, and they we had a standing ovation. And look how much noise they made. They want to see Tua. Put Tua in.
1: These people are gonna make oh a Swami. You know that right? He said Dolphins always fudge this.
3: Yes. I'm utter-
1: yes. I'm utterly disappointed with the Miami Dolphins. And he
3: said it. Everybody leaves here and becomes a star. And there's it's questioning on what's going on. Maybe it's not the coach. Maybe it's more of um. The, the people that they have on staff that actually have that control of the of what's going on because they always replace head coach, replace head coach, and then the offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. But we don't know if they're if they're necessarily replacing the coaches that pretty much are doing the player development.
1: My brother, I you know we have an order of business, but every once in a while you got you got to make an exception because the the moment warrants it, and it certainly has nothing to do. Um, with who she is and, and, and the pride that I have in knowing her as a student at SLAM, as a friend of, our, of, my, of my both of my kids, and a friend of our family. So I, I will not sugarcoat it. She's near and dear to my heart, but quite frankly, it's one of the most unique and one of the most, uh, one of the coolest stories in my f- almost four years at SLAM. And coincidentally, you wanna give her the mic so she doesn't come to the table?
3: Yeah, let me get her one.
1: That will be easier. That way she can, because we do practice that. Um, What's going on, Mr. Bretto? Good morning. No couch for the kids. That's the rule, even with the principal. Even the star. The star gets the black chair, though. Look, right there. Sit there. Right there. Perfect. So with all due respect, um, we've had a lot of unique things happen at Slam when it comes to our athletics. Uh, Soon-to-be future major leaguer. Uh, in the minor league ranks, a kid that played here at Slam. We've had so many other success stories in the world of athletics and how Slam incorporates athletics uh, into their curriculum and how we Slamify our lessons and we base it around sports even though we have to at times incorporate students that aren't necessarily in love with sports but we still are introducing a faction of sports to them and one of the things we continue to improve on not just by building a radio station but by what we're doing is you know, upgrading to state of the art video broadcasting capabilities and things that we're gonna do here at Slam that are gonna make us state of the art and, and at the next level. Our athletes start great, you know, getting better training and becoming better at what they do. And we start having more and more success stories. A few years ago, it was our basketball team making it to state championships. But golf has been a game that we've always offered and we've done it and we've enjoyed doing it. But we've never had anyone represent us in the state championship. And the unique story is we have a young lady who plays golf here at Slam by the name of Dariana Breno. She's in eighth grade, so she's playing against the big girls. But uh, I think she's a big girl. And what's beautiful about it is she went into the district championships. And I believe, I don't want to even make this an assumption, Frank, And golf's a humbling game. I don't even think she was playing her best golf going into districts. And she pulled one off in districts. And we talked about her on the show last week. Shot an 82, I believe it was. And advanced to what I call the regionals. Right. So we were applauding you and everything. You and I looked at each other, and I said to you, I go, okay, well, this is great. I'm happy that this is what she's going to do. And I go to applaud her on this. Mm-hmm. And when I go to speak to her, I said this yesterday on the show, I go, oh my God, did you really shoot an 82? I go, yeah, oh, my God, it's unbelievable. Congratulations. She goes, yeah, but I'm going to shoot in the 70s. Next week. And, like, <laughs> and I look at Bretto looking like to get the adults. Like, ah, oh, look at the little kids. And he has a stern face. He goes, oh, she's going to shoot in the 70s. <laughs> I walk out. I come tell Frank. These people are crazy. Like, like, who shoots in the 70s? I don't even have any friends that shoot in the 70s. Like, who does that? Whatever. What? So we're like, ah, we're cheering around. You know, I'm very transparent. I'm very honest.
3: Right? Oh, that's a little scary, though, because Bretto usually has a smile on his face. So right? when has it, a stern look on his got, face, you see- know to slam on the brakes because he's being serious. Yeah. does
1: it matter? He's like, no, no, she's really going to do this. <laughs> You'll see. And, and, dude, we get the news that she improves by five strokes. So my assumption, unless I don't understand the format... Is that she either shot better than she was at 82 Or if she played the 18 I don't know how the original works That means you shot a 77 Am I? Yes <laughs>
0: Yeah she
5: shot a 77
1: uh, Ray she's going to be a in- ringer for some of our things in the future I'm just letting you know <laughs> 77 uh, Darylna Rutter you're going to get applause It's our Can Studio applause Go ahead and uh, lay it in there for her um congratulations thank you how excited are you for this is this something for starters i know it's a goal Everybody has a goal realistically now you're just talking to me mm-hmm. did you think you'd be making it to states was this an actual goal from the beginning of the season or we're gonna we're gonna do as good as we can and improve our game because i know your dad coaches you in a way where we just want to do better than the last time we went out there and work on our mistakes it's the long game in golf not what we did today was your strategy to make it to this, Was this some? Or are you a little bit pleasantly surprised with the outcome?
0: I am surprised, because I even told my sister, like, I'm going to play my best, but I don't expect to make it to states. Last year, I didn't make it past districts, so my goal was to make it to regionals, but making it to states, I was very happy.
1: So, it's phenomenal to see that you're playing at this pace, and you obviously have to stay level-headed, so we do the celebrating, you do the focusing, because now the biggest task is at hand. There's, you know, you're going to play in a tournament with the best of the best in the state, but Rumor has it that you played in a part in a region of Florida where the toughest players yes. were the ones that you faced just this week. So I'm not saying it's going to get easier, but, you know, you have stood the test against the toughest of competition. So I'm not going to ask strategy questions because uh, you're in eighth grade. And I certainly don't want you to get nervous, but I certainly want to applaud and commend your work ethic. As long as I've known you, you've always worked, whether it's in the summer, right? you've always found a way to work on golf. And you've continued improving. And, and this is a great story for us here at Slam. Uh, it's a great story for your family as well. Um, good, bad, or indifferent, what do you think you take away from all of this? Whether you win, whatever the outcome is next week. I guess next week is States, is that correct? In two weeks. Two weeks. So there's a lot of prep time there for Mr. Brenner. I know yes.
0: that. <laughs> um, I think I'll take away all the experience I'll get because I'm still young and I have four years, so the experience will help me later on.
1: I, if I could offer something as an adult, it's amazing to see how humble you are, how well-spoken you are at your age. Uh, stay that way, please. Okay. There's a tendency for our athletes to let things get to their head. Uh, golf's a very humbling game, you know. So I can honestly tell you, Frank and I, have t- never shot a better than 101. I'm very <laughs> honest.
3: I shot 99 once.
1: I'm better at driving the golf cart than driving at the, you know. I, I just don't. I have a slice. I've tried to turn. I can't. It doesn't work for me.
3: Can she hear me? She can hear your okay. loud clear. I shot 99 once, and I ran around like if I won the Super yeah. Bowl.
6: <laughs> and I was upset
1: because I knew I was about to break 100, and, and I, like, four-putted on the 18th, and I blew it. Oh. Uh, not good at the game to the point where I said, I can't do this anymore. I get too frustrated. So I commend you on your work ethic. It takes a, a very emotional balance to be able to play this game and and to see a young lady like you be able to do that. You carry that into your studies. You're, you're a scholar-athlete, but you're an excellent scholar. Like, let's not... We come to school to go to school first, and then the athletics is a fantastic addition to it. Um, you excel at both, and I think that's also amazing. Your your track has to continue going that way. Uh, what's it like? I've been curious, Frank. I'm gonna do it. Uh oh, Coach Pasquale Javin. I need I need to hear this. What kind? I've seen him in soccer. We were a little surprised when we learned that the uh, the hacker became the golf coach, <laughs> but he's a great coach of. Young adults, and he moves mountains as a soccer coach. What was it like being coached by him?
0: Um, a lot of emotional support. Like golf is very big mental game. Like if you have a bad hole, you can't let like it compound your whole game. So he was there to like help us get through all the tough times. He
1: is the consummate cheerleader. He's the guy that is always going to try to prep you up. Uh, and I was imagining, I was like, I wonder how he coaches. I meant to ask you, Mario. I'm sorry. Uh, one of your teammates is in our Zoom right now, actually, in, in our homeroom. A group of our uh, of our advanced students is Mario Gonzalez. He, um, I never got to ask you that, but I found it funny that Pasquale, with the coaching, I asked Pasquale the other day, I go, Pasquale, I didn't know you were such a toughie. He I've only been playing like four years. I go, I just love the game. And more importantly, I think I can positively influence in another manner the kids. And it reminds, Frank, what we did with, with JV basketball. The hell, do we know about coaching basketball? We were coaching you know, a bunch of tough kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's part of it. Dariana's not a tough kid. Dariana's a winner. Uh, again, I applaud you for Thank a job you. well done. I uh, And by the way, you didn't even get nervous. You see? You handled this <laughs> like a champ. But you got to get used to this because if you keep shooting 77s, it'll be at a podium. And they'll be pressed, and you'll hear snaps, and because sh- 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 <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be your path. You're very driven, and we are all very impressed with you. We we applaud you. We are going to be your cheerleaders as you go into state. And good, bad, or indifferent, we will always love you. Congratulations, Dariana. Thank you, brother. That's pretty pretty much. I'm done. I can drop the mic, right, Frank? I'm done. 7:35. I'm done. Hey,
0: look
1: what I found. A radio.
0: Radio. This. Is SiriusXM XM 145
4: Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, Putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it, darling.
2: He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy.
0: And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145
1: Slam Radio. Ah... Uh... So I, I have a feeling because of this song, we're going right into George, aren't we? Yeah, I think we're going into George here. So I'm going to, I'm going to give the disclaimer here. Please understand, my radio show is bipartisanly satirical. I make fun of everybody in politics. Because if I don't take a lighthearted approach to it, it's going to pretty much drive me and anybody else crazy. stupid. Most people choose to ignore it. I choose to kind of make fun of it. That being said, some of the most delicious things I've ever heard in my life are audio and video tracks of people involved in certain things with politics, either talking about politics or in a political spectrum. The latest case of that is someone named Candace Owens that I'm, I'm floored by how eloquent and how smooth she delivers. I'm not talking about her opinions. I'm 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 moved and and I'm just in awe. She's something like 32 or she's just a young buck and she is just out of sight when she's got to make her point. And whether you agree with her or disagree with her, you're going to hear her. And I love people that are like that. She just wants to be heard. She's going to say what she's got to say, and it's okay. Same way AOC, it's okay for her to just speak up and say what she's got to say, whether I agree with her or not. And as it usually is in my case, Frank, I usually agree a little bit here, a little bit there. There's not, certainly not party-specific with me because I'm not specific to a party. Except weekend parties, and Thursday's pre-Friday, and hopefully there's some sort of party this weekend. I guess it's called sports, and we'll get to that in a minute. But to tie it in the sports, a guy by the name of Jorge Masvidal is a UFC fighter. And a man who's made a name for himself for being a BMF. A a bad mother bleeper. And he's from Miami. He's from the Westchester area. He is.
2: It was super necessary.
1: That's the dude. So we got an opportunity to meet him in Radio Row. Um we love his delivery because he's representative of 305, but he went into something that now can't be, quote, representative of the entire conglomeration of the 305. Now, what he had to say becomes more party specific, if you know what I mean. Um, No slight to that at all. It's his opinion. And he has, in this message, delivered it clearly. Um... It's interesting to hear what he has to say in the same fashion I'm impressed with Candace Owens' delivery. I'm impressed with Jorge's delivery in this message. I'm a sucker for a well-spoken person. But Jorge is the kind of guy that's just good at talking smack. And then I heard this clip. Again, disclaimer, I'm not sure I agree with anything or everything of here. I, I just... I am captivated by what he said and how he said it. And I'd like for you to hear it.
2: I'm going to let you in on something. The Democrats just think that they're entitled to the Latino vote. They think that we just have to hand it over to them. That's right. We sure as hell don't. Así mismo. Así mismo. They got to show us what they can do for us, what they can do for our communities. We're not going to buy the same wolf tickets and false promises that destroyed great countries like Venezuela and Cuba. It's not going to happen. You know what else is not going to work for them? Playing Despacito on your cell phone to panda to us. Hell no. You got to give us some credit for having heads on our shoulders. I'm going to wrap this up with some words of Barack Obama. He said elections have consequences. That is true. And those words have never been more true than they are today. We either re-elect President Trump and keep America great. Amen. Or we let Joe Biden destroy the greatest country the world has ever seen. Now, I'm a professional athlete, and I've been one for most of my life, so I've always seen things through a sports lens that makes Donald Trump our head coach. And before the global pandemic, we were winning Super Bowls. And when you're winning Super Bowls, you don't fire the coach. You don't, Doesn't matter if you don't like the plays he runs, the players he puts on the field, or what he says on Twitter. You sure as hell don't replace him for another coach that's been in the business for 47 years at every level and never won a f- game. So, I don't
1: agree, in principle, with all of that. I believe that I like the beginning of it a lot more than the end of it. Um, But it's okay to disagree, right? Like, I don't, like, I can say wow to what he had to say and not be offended by it, right? Frank, were you offended by what he said? Not in the least. So, I wasn't offended. I didn't find offense to it. I I simply can state, well, I like kind of what he had to say about kind of upticking the perception of the Hispanic voters. Mm-hmm. And I happen to agree with, he just thinks that, you know, you play Despacito and you want us. Mm-hmm. And that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Which also includes Donald Trump doing some version of some Spanish dance doesn't work either. <laughs> Stick it in your ear. It doesn't make you more relatable. So I don't buy into any of that stuff. So he had me there must be a little at the end. Biden has won games. Like, come on. He was the vice president for eight years, for crying out loud. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We can't do that. We might not like him, but we can't hyper hyperbolically make statements like
3: that. Well, Biden is like LeBron's teammates. LeBron kind of carried <laughs> him along. Bro, He was the vice president of the United States I for eight carried, years. Barack got him there.
1: All right, whatever. Well. That's what I don't necessarily agree. I'm kidding, by the way, I don't care. I don't. And I don't remember winning Super Bowl. I
3: just don't I don't want to offend anybody. So. Yeah, and I don't remember winning the Super Bowls either. Like I don't know. He tried to be Carl Malone.
1: But I, I guess a Super Bowl victory comes in the monetary notion of what was going on. Either way, um, entertaining, comical. Yes. But he was pretty eloquent, I yes. guess is what I'm trying to get at. To me, I'm more about that than what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: well, he's a well-spoken person. We've seen that before, other interviews that he just goes off, especially when he talks politics. He actually is very involved, um, especially when he talks politics. So
1: the only thing that compels me is this. So if you're in the business of of being in the world of popular opinion, so, you know, I don't know whether it's your paycheck depends on it, but you obviously, in, in what you do for a living, you it's better to be popular than unpopular. So you're not in the WWE or anything like that why would you pigeonhole yourself to one side or another i'm being quiet for a reason because like
3: i i know I, I let it spin. i'm
1: wondering I'm so non-committal about telling you guys how I feel there's a lot of stuff you can figure it out i'm i'm, I'm relatively open-minded
3: but remember like I'm an old school open-minded guy even though, even though you're radio guy, like you don't necessarily, you wouldn't necessarily move the needle. Like George is a celebrity, so or Jorge I, I, is I a agree. celebrity. I agree. With so you. yeah, he, I call him George. It's Jorge. It's Jorge. He didn't like George, by the way. He likes Jorge. Jorge, my bad. Um, so he's in a position that he has people following him. That so he does move the needle with people like that. So he can, he actually can pick a side. And if he's uh, that serious about how he feels with one over the other. Then he's gonna try to do his best to try to get the people that follow him to try to vote his way.
1: I didn't realize it was Jorge and it was that
3: important. Not yes, bad on that one. In fact, I almost got punched in Radio Row. He told you? No, 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 but I saw the look in his eye. Ooh, you didn't look at it. George, I mean, Jorge. I That's
1: hard to remember, Oof. but I, I, I respect.
3: Yeah. No. I was yeah. just running after him. so Jorge, what I didn't even catch him. Uh, I was like, ooh, I was like, that would have been cool. I
1: love the moxie it takes to say what he said. Whether I agree with it or not, I love having.
3: I'm actually the upset I punch punched spot. in the face.
1: But obviously, I'm looking at our at our gurus over here. No way any of us are agreeing with this. I can almost tell by their faces. I mean, I agree with what he was saying at the beginning that I don't like the stereotype that Democrats feel like. Well, it's not Democrats. Are. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to even give it to a, to a party, Anthony. I'm going to interrupt you right away. I think a lot of people have that stereotype. Democrats and yeah. Republicans alike. I think it's, it's a misnomer. and It's not fair. Like, I'm not going to go bananas over it. But it is a reality that in, you know, in, in many worlds, you think that this is how you market to us and don't give us credit for being a little more intelligent than that. Uh, exactly. I mentioned Candace Owens in one of her diatribes. You know, she makes a reference and says, you know, after she got attacked by Senator Ted Luge, you know, the senator thought that black people weren't smart enough to watch the entire clip. They, th- they were stupid and wouldn't listen to the entire clip. And they went to object and say that you can't call him stupid. And they wouldn't even listen to what she was saying. But the bottom line was she um, stood up for herself, right? She said what she had to say. Didn't let them go with any sort of, of angle that wasn't accurate. And 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 away goes the misnomer. With him, this is his opinion, Frank. Like He's okay with saying that. He's comfortable with doing the support. And if you don't like it, bleep you you've got to respect that. Whether you agree or disagree with him, you, you, you've got to find a way to respect that. But I guess my ultimate question and reason for playing it is if you were in a position of prominence or of, of fame, would you take the platform to push that? Yes. Why is that, Mario? I'm interested. I mean, I, and no offense, I know Araya would be a yes times 20. So I'm interested in some of you that don't normally bring something like this up. Why, why is it Yes.
5: because I like other people to be informed about my opinion and why they should believe my opinion not necessarily they should always believe my opinion but what I have to say and give a perspective on things because I I am a very bipartisan person I believe I said that right and I just want people to view the world differently I think if I had the fame that Masvidal had I think I would use it not to push a political agenda but just to Say what I want to say. You know
1: what, Marlon, but I don't think people in general have the attention span to dig into layers of people's platform if it's not as simple as Republican or Democrat. It's dumbed down for people. So even if you have elements of how you feel and you're, let's say, I, you know, let's say you're a Democrat, but you have some stuff that makes you a conservative Democrat, you're a Democrat. So Republicans are going to call you a Democrat, and, and 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 you're already pigeonholed. That's the reason I ask of all things to do when you're that guy. Why would you do that? I would almost like, you know, he can and he doesn't give a rat's ass, but I'm very non-committal. I don't believe uh, it's not so much that it's not your business, because it isn't sort of. Uh, I've never asked anybody who they're going to vote for because it's none of my business. So I have, there's a respect there that I try to to offer that I expect in return. Um, The other reason, very candidly, the reason I don't open my mouth much about it is because I don't want to be pigeonholed. I don't want to be labeled or typecast. I can't tell you how many times assumptions have been made because of how I look, how I act, how I talk. I'm going to Zoom. And I'm the first one to tell you I'm not one or the other. I'm a beautiful blend of both, I guess. I'm politically mulatto, right? Is that that what I am? I'm in life, I'm pretty much mulatto. Although I'm more Uh, fair-skinned these days.
3: It used to be darker. You're towards the lighter side.
1: I'm not on the lighter side. But I'm definitely politically mulatto. Mm Mm-hmm. It's okay. There's nothing like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The purpose of playing that is to teach you guys people are not always going to have your opinion.
3: You're like cafe con leche with a lot of leche.
1: Yeah, but I used to be more like a cortadito. That's what I'm saying. I used to be a cortadito. They added a lot of milk. You guys can agree to disagree and and, and not dislike each other. It's not not a testament. How many times have you been friends with somebody who's friends with somebody you hate? Are you no longer friends with that person?
6: Um, No. No, sir.
1: Instead of being friends with someone that you don't like, they support someone that you don't like in politics. What's the difference? How? I can't make it any simpler than that. Notice your answer immediately when I asked about the friend. I'm like, no, why? So instead of friend, put political interests, presidential candidate, mayoral candidate, whatever you want to put in there. Why the hell would it matter? Because it really shouldn't. It really should have. Just saying, I, I, that was the point of playing that. I wanted you all to be comfortable with not agreeing with it. I agree with a lot of it, but the back part he killed me. I'll be the back part hurt. But whatever. Yeah, I agree I, with most. Of I enj- I enjoy the way he delivered it. That's all.
5: So do I. So do I. Very confident. I'm glad
1: nobody said anything because it's more to settle in. It's a good morning coffee for you guys to wake up and realize that life isn't always what you think it is. It's not in boxes. It's not, you know, compartmentalized. It's a big old glob of stuff, and you got to figure your way through it. It's like that game you play, Anthony. What is it? The one where everybody's racing to the finish line.
7: Fall guys? Yeah. Yeah,
1: fall guys. That's life no rhyme or reason. You're going to get bumped off your path. You're going straight and all of a sudden some dude's falling over and he hits you and you bump up against the wall and then a bumper and then you come out and get you stuck. It's life. That game is actually life.
3: You couldn't have said it any better.
1: So whatever, man. I'm friends with people who are my friends and if they are friends with my enemies my friends are still my friends and my enemies are still my enemies and it is what it is. Holy crap, Frank, we've lived that. You and I personally, there. I said it. Looks like we made out okay, right? Like, it worked out pretty good.
3: <laughs> I would say so. Fra- look Frank, look around. Frank had
1: a group of friends that hated my guts because they perceived something. Look at Frank and I. We never missed a beat.
3: You
5: guys gotta figure that
1: out. Everybody, 35 million listeners, students, whoever wants to listen to this, get a grip. I can't wait till the election's over. It doesn't matter anymore to me. Doesn't matter anymore to me. I want to know what the rules are so I can just continue playing the game. You got me? Sorry I went long, folks. Some worth, worthwhile stuff, if you ask me. Uh, but more importantly, settle in, folks. The journey's not over.
0: Hey, look what I found A radio Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio
2: This is Jarvis Landry and you're listening to Slam Radio
0: And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio
1: Not sure who this is Who is this? Surfaces. Eh. Shut Good Morning, Amigo Series XM 145. Slam Radio. Like, I might do this. You're going to tell me it doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
3: Do whatever you want. You're going to do it anyways.
1: Like, you know we label the days, right? And I've always called it turds day, right? But it's a little right. offensive. I don't want to hear about turds. It's just me being a dork. But maybe, maybe Wu-Tang Thursdays is a good thing.
3: Why Wu-Tang Thursdays? Uh, I like Wu-Tang.
1: And Wu-Tang is uh, Wu may be one of the only, like, old-school hip-hop stuff that really has translated and now become cool now. Like, it's Biggie, it's Tupac, and it's Wu-Tang. The only objection I have, and the reason why I'd want to do this, is because dorks, like my son, are all into this pop smoke, the Wu. Woo. Wu-backing woo Wednesday. Baby. You say, no, we're not Wu-backing Wednesday anything. In fact, the reason I would do this, maybe, Frank, maybe it's... Wu-Tang Wednesday, what we should do. No.
3: I like it, and I think we should make it a station initiative. A yes, Wednesday. I believe, and I think I'm going to tag
1: them, and I'm going to... Look, this is where finally I can work with Hot 97. Hot 97... Look in my sweater. Ma, let me see your sweater. Hold on. Uh-oh. Oh! Oh, my. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. Frank, I'm going to turn off the camera for a second. Okay? Camera off, Right. Well, I'm just saying it was a coincidence.
4: So what do you good man
3: what do you know about Wu Tang? What do you
7: know?
3: No no I know I we I grew up with Wu Tang. Well. That's crazy man. It's it's Well that's
7: nice.
3: I I like <laughs> I I'm like Sorry
7: that was kind of dry. I just said
3: well, but No, you're good. I you're good. No I mean I I just like the way I mean I So I'm um <laughs> Hold on a second. So no, but it, uh, what I was gonna say is I like the way that like because a lot of the, a lot of you guys um, a lot of you guys like oh like stick to the new music and don't necessarily give all the older music a chance. Now like I've I've seen a lot of you guys actually open your mind and there's a lot of the old music that I used to listen to that's kind of coming back around.
7: What? We I listen to old music, but I've always listened to old music. For real, I do too. I mean, that's my household. You know how moms would be like, oh, what exactly. You know about this? My mom like, has a whole station. Girl, I know everything. Like, be quiet. My mom
0: has a station ninety two point seven. I think like it's programmed into the
7: radio, and it's all throwbacks. Like I'd rather listen to um old music sometimes because new music it's eh, boring sometimes but like i heard that like fleetwood mac has been coming back and like eh it's not even that special like there's better but like it's still good though oh, and fleetwood then mac. Um,
5: okay you're not fleetwood giving mac you- kind of slaps. yeah you're not
7: giving fleetwood. enough credit fleetwood mac is actually pretty good cool. fleetwood they're good but like out of all things to go viral like
0: well i mean that's the type of music that i would like prefer like i i listen to wu tang and i like some of that stuff yes
2: I prefer to this the other Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. To up with. Yeah. There's yeah. no place to hide once I step inside the room. Dr. Joe, prepare for the room. Bam. Yeah. Ah, man. Ah, slam. Damn. I scream like Tarzan.
1: I be tossing and forcing. My style is awesome. I'm causing more family views. There is a an caution. And the survey said,
2: it's official.
7: You have that shirt ready.
1: Ready. Because Wu-Tang <laughs> Clan ain't nothing to bleep with. It has become a big deal with these kids, man. So, you know, I love Wu-Tang problem with Wu-Tang is all their music is so darn dirty.
3: Um, Even the radio edit right now that we played, he said at first, I was like, uh, Lucas, uh, what are you doing? Uh, you found the wrong one. And that's so I started listening with it. it no, it's yeah, clean. It's clean, but it's...
1: It's not hard to imagine what's supposed to be there, but whatever. Um... <laughs> I'm like, this top radio edit. Where is this radio edit? I think it's official. I think we have to play defense against Anthony and Mario and the and the pop smokers.
3: Yeah, I'm in. I'm in 100. Wu Tang Wednesday. So
1: Wu Tang Wednesday, it is. We're gonna engage Hot 97 out of New York City. By the way, who was talking about 927? Was that Alba? No, that wasn't Alba. That was Araya, right?
3: Um, we can't hear you, sir. Okay, go, go. Yeah.
1: How can they not hear me? That's your fault, not
3: mine, right? Yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, okay. yeah. when I went to go shut the camera off, I hit the wrong button.
1: All right, that's my fault. Come, I'll, I'll take the,
3: come
1: on, Frank. Come on. All right, Frank. so so who was saying 92.7? Was that Araya? Who was talking about ninety two point seven? Was that Monique?
5: That, was, that Monique. was
1: me. That was me. That
7: was me. Oh no, never. Mind. Yeah,
1: ninety two point seven. My friends are actually run that station. Like that's, uh, I believe that's the chief Raymond Hernandez, uh, doing good work, and Liliani on the air. They they got a good group there, and they want to bring all that free stuff. But it's not really hip hop. It's more of a throwback. Uh, Of Back in the day, it's really a strong freestyle station. So shout out to 92.7. I believe that's them, right? Is it a freestyle station, Monique? Yeah. I believe that's the one. But with the Wu-Tang, it's getting this Wu thing. I don't like how it's muddying the waters of the greatness of the Wu-Tang Clan. Well, the big Wu and Wu-Tang are two different things.
6: Wu is spelled uh, W-U, but... Woo as in Pop Smoke is called W
1: O O. Well yeah, and you can tell by the pronunciation, the the, the distinct difference between both of them.
5: Well they're two, they're
1: two the same different. damn thing, man.
5: I've tried to get him to change this holiday before. It's not happening. It's always gonna be woe back Did Wednesday frame. We Did you say woe
6: back Wednesday, bud? Yeah. yeah Whoa, potato
5: potato,
1: potato, bro. It's Wu Tang Wednesday, and that's official. We're gonna engage 92 uh and what is it? hot ninety seven. Now you gotta say 92 two seven. We're gonna engage hot ninety seven. I'm gonna call my boy Pio Ferrer in New York. I'm gonna say, remember you said we could do something together? This is what we're gonna do. And we I'm telling you, and our rejoins that day will always be I'm, good luck, Lucas. fighting the clean versions of some of their music. I have a song called Triumph that's ridiculous. But none of them are clean Like we not have to go really scoping for clean In fact, I could see Frank editing a song That he likes so much But he wants to play But there doesn't have a clean version to it And we're gonna make it Wu-Tang Wednesday And if you don't like it You can't convert me to your religion Why?
0: Look It's, day off. it's Thursday.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm 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 Is that clean? That is- okay That's triumph, baby forever, mother- It was tough that's tough. That's Why the, don't yeah, you yeah.
0: compromise and put Throwback Thursdays
7: and you can play Wu Tang? And then Wednesday.
1: Wu Tang is all about compromise. So, what's the compromise you want? Because Wu Tang Wednesday is phenomenal. I'm not sharing a day. Wu Tang doesn't share a day, it's Wu Tang.
6: We understand that. And Wu Tang is very different day. However, Wu Back Wednesday was a thing before your creation of Wu Tang Wednesday was. So
5: Wednesday
0: has no room. So how about Wu-Tang <laughs> Thursday or U-tang Tuesday? Tuesday. No alliteration, you know I, I, Anthony. I, I alliteration.
5: Like that. So
1: here's what we're gonna do, alliterates. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this day isn't big enough for no the two whistle. of us, Johnny. <laughs> that
1: was that was a weird thing to say because you're not, but it was alliteration. Well, anyway, so here here you go, you farm animals. So how about we do because I said so Thursday.
5: Yes. <laughs> Since today's theme has been the things we are doing is because I said so.
0: Well, we can't. Well,
5: every day that. is because I said so Thursday. No, so that you, doesn't guys, make sense. you
1: guys run this, baby. I just give you the grades.
0: But well, you see, Milian, we can't really object because you said so. Therefore, it's. But I to...
1: rarely pull out BIS BIS is not a card I use often. You have to admit, for having BIS I don't even have it hidden or tucked away. It's in my back pocket. For having BIS
3: I don't pull it out and use it. I haven't heard you pull it out in a long time. long time. Biss is
1: because I said so. Remember that, Brittany? Brittany used to laugh at Biss all the time. But I rarely do that. You inmates run this asylum, and I love it. But once in a while, I got to go. You know where that growls from, right? Where's it from?
5: Not pop smoke. No, pop smoke
1: Jeez. has an infamous girl. I'm not even kidding. So, okay. Yeah, I digress. So Wu Tang Wednesdays are official, Frank. Right? You think that's a good move? I think that's, that's okay, move. but you just you. Can't. I, I agree it's
6: with it. To
5: religion.
1: I'm gonna engage P on the break. We're doing this. This is a done deal. Done no, deal. I do like the idea. Like I really, I like the. the, the I know that the if idea. they, also no, my god, would do Wu Tang Wednesdays. It's, it's golden. You can also find some of their instrumentals. That'll avoid any bad words because some of the bad beats are thick. Yeah. Some they of the beats are two, thick. Six, oh, six beats. So. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty, pretty thick. Yeah. Um, I had fun with that. I like nice sweater. <laughs> that was good. Frank, Um, it's Thursday. Is there football tonight?
3: Um, I believe There is. Yeah, I, th- I thought so.
1: Are the culprits undefeated? No, they're two of the worst teams in the NFL. No, they are the two of the top teams in the NFC least. Am I not correct? You are correct. Would does the game not include... Is it the Cowboys playing tonight? No, the oh. Cowboys are not playing, and neither are the Washington football team. Oh, so it's... It, oh so is the eagle and the car uh, the eagle and the giant right? and the giant yes and i have the eagles kicker and defense on fantasy so i need the eagles to whoop But a lot of great stuff going on this week in football seahawks try to go to six and oh as they play the four and two cardinals Hot take cardinals are winning yikes buccaneers you're a
5: cardinals fans so they're always running yeah, to you of course they're
1: 16 and zero. buccaneers travel to las vegas what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm sure the NFL is hoping that Brady stays there. Nah, he's a Buccaneer. And they're going to keep winning. And he's going to keep slinging the rock. Steelers, Titans go at it. Both teams 5-0. Only the eighth time in the history of the NFL. Something like that happens. Two and 5-0 or better teams play each other in the middle of the season. Go Steelers. It's going
5: to be fun. I think football. Steelers are winning that.
1: Fun um, fact: Titans politics. haven't beaten the Steelers since 2009. Wow. So I have a I have a gripe. Frank, What's that? I have a gripe. Which is? This is a fitting song for my gripe. Perfect. Did you know that I was going to talk about the disaster that is ranking Ohio State fifth in the country because they're zero and zero?
3: Ah, uh, I knew you were going to bring it up eventually. I just didn't know this was the time.
1: Well, cash rules everything, apparently. I've lost all respect for the NCAA. And their bowl system and their rankings. I've lost all, complete respect for everything that they do. It's it's a Just now mafia. you're losing respect? It's a it. freaking mafia. Didn't I tell you this was going to happen? It's a freaking mafia.
3: they were going to start the season at 5-4? It's a mafia,
1: bro. This is ridiculous. Wasn't someone ranked ninth also with no record? Who was it?
3: Wisconsin. Penn,
1: My Florida favorite gone, team. Penn State. The Penn, State, Penn, State Penn State. Nittany Lions. Penn State hasn't played a game. They're ninth in the country. They're going to ruin that game, man. They honest to goodness are going to ruin that game. So Miami plays a number one team and gets shellacked. Georgia plays the top down. team.
6: They dropped on six spots. The same six spots that Florida dropped after losing to a team they were supposed to beat by 14.
1: Now, Georgia, not that I'm in the practice of defending them. If Ohio State's five, that means Georgia's six, right?
2: No, Georgia's four. Clemson's one, Alabama's two. So Ohio Georgia State has hasn't played
1: two. a game and they're five. And Georgia's had to go to war, play, and do everything they've done to be four instead of five. Yep. The things I don't understand about football, the decisions of the people who run college football, the decisions of the people who run the football teams is the Dolphins doing what they're doing to Tua. It's frustrating to me.
3: Oregon and Wisconsin are the other two teams. Oregon's 13th. And Wisconsin tied for 14th.
1: I'm not mad at Mario. It's not his fault. No. What the hell's Mario done to be 13th
4: in the country?
5: Well, not much.
1: Like that song, huh? Love that song. I love it. Awesome. Dodgers lose last night, 6-4 to that the is? Rays. World Series is knotted up at one game apiece. Jacob Rudner's a G. He told us yesterday. Spot on, bro. On their bullpen day, they don't play as well. They didn't play as well. Tied up at one. I think we got a long series before us.
6: I think Dodgers in six or seven. That was my
1: prediction going in. That's kind of noncommittal. Raising five. uh, G-Man
3: Troy MVP. Now you're kind of crazy there.
1: Yeah, you see, but there you I go, know. Mario. Why do you got to make the joke of Man Choi being MVP <laughs> when he ain't done diddly squat yet? This guy hits two homers. Lau <laughs> yeah, was he's a, he's the saving lady. his power. So, Lau was he's the MVP saving
3: yesterday.
1: Lau hits two he's dongs. And you're gonna talk four, about some dude that probably went 0 for 4. I haven't even looked at the box score.
5: Listen, like you know when Thanos he was putting in the Infinity Stones and like the power was too much for him. That's G Man Choi right now. He's saving it. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Frank, I have a trivia question for you. Uh-oh. Which of these two quarterbacks has a better completion percentage this season? Ryan Tannehill Ryan Fitzpatrick? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a better right. completion.
3: I figured. I was going with the other one, though. I felt that was an obvious answer. Who has thrown
5: more interceptions? Who's thrown more interceptions? I- Everyone has gone quiet because they know Ryan Fitzpatrick is throwing more interceptions.
1: Okay, what's your point though? I'm just curious.
5: That yeah, Tua shouldn't be starting, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. Nobody
1: implied that he's better. Nobody implied that he's better than Tannehill. Are you kidding me? Tannehill's put up Mahomes' numbers. I just said that yesterday. All I said is who had the better completion percentage. You got to listen to what's being said, sir. At no point in time did I ever imply that Fitzpatrick was better than Tannehill. Did I? No, you just said he's all I asked it was team. if you want to roll back the tape, we can do that. All I said was who had the better completion percentage. It's the only thing I said. Exactly. Ryan Tannehill's is a better quarterback. Period. Nah, no, that cleared that up.
3: And a better wide receiver. Go, <laughs> go, 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 go. That was good.
1: Uh, Fitzpatrick's at seventy point one. Hills 69.9. Fitzpatrick has the seventh-best QBR in the NFL, and he's being benched for Tua Tunga-Vailoa.
3: Which has all of a sudden become the huge headline all week now on SportsCenter.
1: He's disappointed. He was excited for the kid.
3: He was excited for the
1: kid. He's played his ass off. This is a terrible, terrible decision. And you know what? Um... I don't want to slight Tua because I'm a fan of his. and Well, I'm not his friend, but, you know, I liked meeting him, and it was nice, and, and I'm a fan of his, and I want to see nothing more than him do good. I'm not rooting against him. But I'm pissed off at the Dolphins again. I'm seriously, I'm really incensed. When aren't you? Well, but because, oh, my God, are they, they, like, what numb nuts make that decision? And don't tell me the owner and his toy. I don't want to hear about the toy and the the owner. The owner's an idiot. The owner's not a football guy. Because you have money, it doesn't miraculously inject knowledge of this sport in your head.
3: And it shouldn't be treated like a toy either.
5: Well, on the bright side, the Dolphins are finally relevant in sports media.
1: Give it three weeks. Give it three weeks.
5: Well... Well, if Tua continues to do good and outperforms Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's definitely going to get more coverage.
1: Listen to me, Mario, and listen to me good. He has a bye week, and then they see the Rams. And the tougher part of this schedule is going to belong to Tua Tungabailoa. Okay? The first three games Tua Tungabailoa play, I would be surprised if he didn't go 0-3 or 1-2. And the relevance of a 3-3 and team then going 0-3 after starting 3-3 three three is nil. Even 1-2, and two, irrelevant.
5: So, and what if he outperforms and has a 2-1 record?
1: And what if my grandmother had wheels? You have to understand that when it comes to sports, we, we deal in if arguments, and people deal in if arguments, and in sports, if arguments don't work. Because here, I got a great if for you. All right. Here's an if. If Team Tebow would have been a better quarterback, he would have won a Super Bowl.
5: Yeah, it's a stupid argument. But it's an if.
1: But it's an if, right? you basically. Anthony, hold on a second. The if then completely. You've completely solidified the if is a stupid argument. Because if. I always
5: say this with Anthony. If is a stupid argument. And
1: he, he incenses me with his ifs. But the if has to come from a place of reality if you even want to get anyone's true attention. But if, is La La Land. If Ray Allen misses that three-pointer, the big three era is a disaster. Go ahead, Anthony. next three games, Rams and then? Rams, my
5: Cardinals, and the Chargers.
1: Listen to this man and tell me if you don't think this is a dejected athlete who put his heart and his soul into something and it got ripped and torn from him. Here's Ryan Fitzpatrick.
6: Uh I, I mean I was I was uh, shocked by it. You know, it definitely caught me off guard. And uh you know, it was a it was a hard thing for for me to hear uh, yesterday, just kind of digesting the news. Um, my heart just hurt all day like it was it was heartbreaking for me um, you know and I Flo, kind of said what he said and said what he said to you guys as well and that's the decision and the direction that the organization is going in and obviously you know we've talked in the past uh, me and you guys about you know how I'm the placeholder and this eventually was going to happen no matter it, it was just a matter of kind of when, not if, and, um, it's still just, it, it broke my heart yesterday. And, um, you know it's a tough, uh, tough thing for, for me to hear and to now have to deal with, but, um, you know, I'm going to do my best with it.
1: He sounds dejected.
3: And when do you ever hear an athlete say what he said? Like no athlete ever says I was heartbroken, I I was surprised. Nobody ever says it. So the fact that he came out and said it, I applaud him for it. I feel awful for him. If his numbers weren't good, I understand the benching, I understand the move because eventually the the organization is going to go in that direction. But there was no reason to do it. He's putting good numbers. It doesn't matter who they've played. Who they've played is not under their control. Who they've played is just a schedule and a team that been was put in front of them and he was asked to perform and he performed. And then this is the way you got replaced and it sucks. And Well,
1: it's not, it, it's not a very loyal move. And I we understand that business is business, but you can arguably make... You can make... God bless. You could really make a solid argument that this is very ill-timed. This is way too early. And... It, you also you are flirting a little bit with a um with kind of a PR nightmare.
3: A little bit. Yeah, a little bit.
5: And the timing is way off. Like putting him against Aaron Donald in the Los Angeles Rams, one of the best defensive lines in the league, isn't really a good call.
6: I, I, I
3: happen to agree with you there. Um yeah, but I mean no matter who he's put up against, they're still gonna have good players. There's yeah, no team of, there's of all there's, weeks. There's no team in the NFL that has bad players other than the Jets. True.
1: True.
3: And I'm not even trying to be funny. Like that's what it is. Because even the Cowboys have great players. The Cowboys have the best, probably the best receiving core in all of football.
5: Hmm. And one of the best offensive lines.
3: As well as one of the best running backs. So, like, yeah, I wasn't even trying to go there. But in general, like, every team has players. So no matter who you put them up against, there's always going to be that one guy, oh, but he's got to go up against this guy. It doesn't matter. He's going he's gonna to have to figure it out sometime. Were if- you
1: guys aware, before we go to break, were you guys remotely aware of the fact that Prince had some stuff re-released? remastered, 92 tracks remastered, other versions, live versions of songs. Was anyone even aware of that?
5: No, not at all.
1: Not at all. Was anyone aware of the fact that last night the Latin billboards was on?
3: Only because I saw Jenny the Legends uh, story.
0: Yeah, I know what's on. I just
1: didn't decide to watch it. I'll tell you, our brother Yuli. Dear God, what a great picture he got to take. Last night, as a matter of fact. Really? Yuli's is in a picture after the uh after the awards. That's what it looks like at least. It was a throwback picture. He has an old school picture of a bunch of guys together. And he's with Pitt and a few other dudes and Trying to see who some of these dudes are. They're not the same dudes, but there's some dudes there. But then when you go
6: to...
1: uh, Yeah, some of his old friends and a couple of these guys, actually. And then you go to the new school version of it, and it's DJ Khaled, Mark Anthony Pitt, Luis Fonsi, and Romero Brito. (laughs) All in a picture with Yuli Monster, our, our resident, I'll kick your ass if you mess with Amigo dude. It's my brother from another. Yeah, buddy. Shout out to Yuli. All right, we come back from break. You don't want to ask, this is a question posed for the Brittany's, Nicole's, Sabrina's, and Uriahs. It's I have a challenge. There's no coincidence you ladies, but Like, I have a challenge. I have tried to become more adept at a portion of our society to learn more, even if it's funny so that I can make fun of it. You guys are going to help me figure out how to do that. Monique, too. When we come back on the other side. Is that cool? You have no idea what I'm talking about. You're going to have to wait and find out. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM, 145 Slam Radio.
0: Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM, 145 Slam Radio. Why was
7: the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it.
1: The dad (laughs) joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids.
7: What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son.
1: (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad (laughs) jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 180
7: over 111 and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or
1: walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo.
3: But you I'm see, fine. it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't I cry. cry during the talk. Good mm-hmm. thing. Good thing. You're gonna be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. No, I and mean, then you give me that puppy look. It look it back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Get good a little thing, little thing nobody can keep crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch
1: it on Zoom. You can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs>
0: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays 7 to 11, only on 6 XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Good Morning, amigo, on 6 XM 145 Slam Radio.
3: Visit StopTechStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
4: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities, and there's no problems, only solutions. So to me what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
0: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
4: Stella Chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said, Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it, darling.
0: He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
1: Alright, so before we go off on this topic that I want to go off on, Some of our students will be happy to hear this story. And I can't, did I send you this song, Frank? Be honest with me.
3: You sent it to me last night. Okay, so
1: that's why I'm like, okay, but your timing's perfect. Damn. That is Prince. And one of my favorite Prince songs of all time, Sign of the Times. 1987, that thing was rocking. It was, it was if you're cruising. Like, I love that song. So in this whole thing that they remastered, 92 Prince tracks which came out last week or two weeks ago. I was unaware of this. I get a random text yesterday asking me in a certain order to rate my favorite Prince songs amidst a list of four songs. It was sent to me by a teacher here at Slam. So what's funny to me is I don't think there, when I say who the teacher is, everybody's going to go, What? Um, it was pretty unexpected when I get this. And so I I have no other way but to just read it the way it was texted to me, right? So for the record, my favorite Prince song is When Doves Cry. That's my favorite Prince song, period. So just randomly, he goes, Rank Dirty Mind, 1999, Purple Rain, Sign of the Times. So I respond. Sign, 1999, Purple Dirty. That's my order. He goes, I think I'm going, Sign of the Times, Dirty Mind, Purple Rain, 1999 is my preferred and definitive list. I said, I love questions like these, I tell him. He goes, sake of full disclosure, three weeks ago, I'd fight you over Dirty Mind. It'd be number one, but Sign of the Times was remastered and re-released a few weeks ago, and it sounds incredible. Listen to this line. Drop the check on the vinyl and been killing it. Plus, my son loves it. Sign of the Times is now my number one. Not a hot take, I know. Lawrence Charles Cole sends that to me. (laughs) The
7: two. Be honest. There are some. Every time I wore this to school, he would be like, "Name every member. Name every member." (laughs) He's gonna ask me that when he sees (laughs) me.
1: In fact, He's asked me that question. Because I said something once he goes, okay, name me every member. And then they go, okay, uh, Rizzo, aspect Deck." He's
0: asked me about the pictures in, in my background. It's like, oh, name the movies. Name this, name that. And I'm like, okay, sir, calm he down. He likes that stuff. To, like,
1: but drop the check on the vinyl was not what I was expecting Lawrence Charles Cole to throw in the text. That was unexpected. Um, I also didn't see him to be a Prince guy or for that matter, that song. Because sign of the times. So I'm sure if I play the song, you guys, none of you have heard it. I played it for my kids I've never heard the song before. Any of you Prince fans?
3: My favorite Prince song isn't even on that list. Which one is it, Frank? I said my uh, favorite Prince song isn't even on that list.
1: Which one is it? Dun, 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 dun. That's probably three. That's probably three. 1999 is a jam
3: too. If it's four, it's because 99 is three. So this song takes me back to like when I used to be at home watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, um, like maybe like 98, 99 around that time. And this was the this was the song. And I always went crazy looking for the song. I thought it was a song just made for the Stanley Cup Finals until I ran into all his albums one day and I found it, and that was it. Solidified it.
1: Purple Rain's a, a good song, but 99. Uh, 2000, zero zero party, yo vote. out game. of like Anyway, skipping. so I have a dastardly task, Frank. I try on a daily basis to figure out some of the things I want to talk about. And in trying to be cool, in an attempt to be cool, I go look for the stuff that's trending. I've got this trending thing going.
3: All right, trending. Trendy. It's like a new sign of amigo that we're like looking for or something.
1: Apparently, I'm trending.
3: You're trying to get young. You're trying to uh, to be, or are you trending? Is the amigo trending?
1: I don't know if the amigo is trending, but I'm trending.
3: You want to be trending.
1: I want to be trending, but I can't find trending. That doesn't mean means I'm not very trending.
3: Or w- trendy. We're in a trendy. Trendy. Yeah, that.
1: It's brutal, bro. I can't. Uh, I can't find this stuff. How the hell do you guys know all the little stuff that you find out that I actually complain about? That's not really news, but I like to know about it so I can make fun of it. So what what are your tricks to find these random trending stories, or do you just wait for them to pop up on your? There's timer? no
7: trick. It's just whatever on your whatever's on your feed. That's what you know. Yeah. like one there's really like, no trick unless like your friend like asks you or like. Oh, did you see this did you see that and then that's usually like what we do like it's nothing really special like
1: so you don't follow, like you know? don't look or get notifications okay. you, you, but so no. i'm convinced then that they control the material we receive in our timeline because i'm convinced that yeah, their they, timeline they're, doesn't they're have stuff about antonio brown perhaps going to the seahawks right
3: i think it adapts to what you search for for the most part because like even like on instagram when you go to the search tab it kind of keeps track of what you search for, and it and it kind of gives you that general direction of stuff. So, like, if, if you go I go co- my search tabs, it's full of sports stuff. That's what I'm saying. So, if I go to a, if I
1: create an account that just starts to follow everything in that realm, right? So then maybe my timeline would look different, wouldn't it? Because I just can't figure it out. So I have to empower you to tell me about some stuff that's going on. Cause I can't. I'll go trending. I go look, and, and it's like it. That's it's information that's running away from me. We don't want to tell you, old man. Nah, you ain't about that life, old man.
3: I, I can't find any of it.
1: It's like when that whole story about Offset came out with with Cardi B, and I'm like, I didn't know what's going on. Well,
3: I mean, the way I kind of look for an improv, I'm sure they're gonna educate us on this. But where I go is just pretty much the search bar, and then, um. It kind of gives you, especially on Twitter, it gives you, like, all the stuff that's kind of trending at the moment. So maybe, like, the top 10 things. And then as you scroll up, you kind of get other random little facts here and there. I don't know if that's necessarily the right way of doing it.
1: So I'm convinced that that's what it is, that that's information control. That's not a good thing. I don't them controlling my information that much. I want to know it all.
3: No, yeah, I want to know it all. Especially, like, for whatever reason, Twitter did an update, and then it only gave you... Like top stories or something. So I like I'd be looking through my timeline and I'd be seeing stuff that happened 14 hours ago, 16 hours ago, and I found the little the little setting that said that you see the most recent stuff, which is what I want on Twitter. Later on, if I want to go search for something, I'll search for it. But I want what's happening on the moment because that's where I find a lot of breaking news stuff right away.
1: Do some of you just not look for it? Because I some no, of you don't are like, ah, eh, it. it's just not important. Pop just pop smoke, Monique. No, it just pops up. Oh, at least it just pops up. I was like, oh, well, you and Anthony are... Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think it pops up for me, man.
4: It yeah, depends on
0: what you like, like the certain things that you like on Instagram or whatever
7: apps you use.
4: I use Twitter. And then and I from like there, sports. it builds
7: up like your interest and
1: stuff.
4: And it's what you
1: like. What are you yeah. saying, Gerald? I'm sorry.
3: You're also probably fo- not following the right stuff. Like, I follow the shade room, and they give me, like, constant, like, updates yeah, of what's
1: happening.
0: Yeah,
3: like, the shade room. The shade room is, actual...
0: like, Like, CNN. apparently
3: 21 Savage had a birthday party in Atlanta. In Atlanta.
1: See, bro? Yeah, and 70s and... theme. Also, like, yeah.
7: on Twitter, it, like, shows what your, um like, uh what the people you follow, uh-huh. it shows what they digest. Like, it goes, like, um whatever, who... Blank and five others like this, or like somebody retweeted this. So it also like depends on who you follow, cause like that's most
1: of yours I think I have a lot of notifications turned off. That might be part of the problem too. But I yeah I don't deal with yeah the most likely. I I kind of like just I would like to cater my timeline of some sort so I know what's going on. Twenty One Savage had a party.
0: Yeah, in Atlanta for his twenty eighth birthday it was seventies theme.
1: You think you know? You think you know somebody, Frank, bro. Drop the brother that invite, man. That's all right, bro. <laughs> that's I all get right, you. man. No, man. I'm seriously, doing, You you know, you drive you with a guy and you think that you're boys, and the next you know, you find out through through your students that he has a party and he doesn't invite you. That doesn't come out very believable, does it? Like, no, no, it's the fact that you're asking
0: us about how we get trends and then you're trying to pull this as if it's as if it's fact. That's just that's just where that's where he gets like caught up in the in the lies. Did you know that,
1: the greatest, the, trick that the, the greatest trick the devil ever did was making you believe he didn't exist? Do did you know yeah. that?
3: I don't know. You got a reaction out of Lucas. That's funny.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm going to basically be ostracized from finding these things out. So I need intel. I need somebody to go and... And I think Gerald's that intel guy. Look how Gerald knew about the party.
3: Oh, no, immediately. I think he just uh, volunteered himself for those uh, services. Yeah,
1: well, I won't be hitting up 21 Savage because I don't really know him.
3: I think you have a better chance of uh, being hit up by Will Smith.
1: That's true. Or retweeted by Robin Roberts.
3: Or that. Right? Or that.
1: Or Gloria Estefan. Those yeah. There's my pull right there. That's those parties not ain't lit
3: like that. Those parties ain't lit want to go to those are boomer party. party. Yeah, you exactly. want to go to the Twenty One Savage party. Ah, I don't want no to. No offense to my friends. But I don't want to go to the Robin Rob. Am I
1: dropping names when I say my friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a total name drop.
3: Like no offense to them, they're cool people, but I don't want to get lit there. Yeah, but I want to
1: hang with them. I want to hang with David Webb.
3: I'm okay with that. Oh, well, Dave Webb's a different story. He's very. Hangout. You didn't mention Dave Webb in the beginning. I know,
1: but I also mentioned others like Will Smith. Will wouldn't hang with me. Will wouldn't recognize me anymore. <laughs> Been
3: a minute. Wasn't like your best friend? You saw him twice wasn't in a best week? best friends
1: like for four days. Saw him yeah. twice in a week. Best friends for
3: like four days. Ray
1: Lewis didn't recognize me, so so much for that. Ray.
3: That was before 2020 threw up. Yeah, it puked all over itself, really.
1: All right, so then there's no real secret to finding this out, and that's fine by me. All right, so in the coming weeks, before we go to break, because I know we're doing an early break right now, Frank, but uh we have started moving aggressively towards morphing our radio show. And th- we wanted to start it with inclusion of topics that weren't always surrounded with sports, try to kind of disarm our students, even our advanced students at times, you know, have a bad morning, or they're not always willing to just jump on and talk. Now, my kids are pretty good. And you could tell sometimes they don't even talk over themselves. It's not a big deal. In fact, that's what we like. Um, but we need to interject some other stuff. Like I, Frank knows I, even though I can tend to go long winded I don't like to go long. So I think the flow of the show is going to be much different in the coming weeks. And we're training some of the people who are in the building, some of our students that are in the building, to do some operations as far as running a board and doing things that would help facilitate this shift in what we do on the air. Um, It won't happen next week, but in the next couple of weeks, you're going to notice a difference in the flow of our show. In the middle of the show, our topic uh, selection will be cool. The time we talk about it will be a little shorter. So you got to be quick and pointed about what you say. And in between all that stuff, instead of long music sets, we'll play a song and come back and talk some more. And we're going to keep it modern, and we're going to continue to morph this show. We talked about something like this about three weeks ago. We've started Frank and I working on that move, and it's been evident in how much inclusion. I've gotten a lot of comments about, wow, they are talking more than ever. Well, it's their station, and I'm tired of talking. So it's a great addition to my program, but we're gonna be we're doing some things in the coming weeks to our program um, that are going to continue to make this program cutting edge. Now, I'm not telling you that we're going we're gonna to play a song, talk two minutes, play a song. No, we're going to break up the monotony in different ways. Our platform is talk radio. Um, we are working diligently at adding one more adult to our morning drive show. Um, and we're deciding between a few people who we're adding and the dynamics that they will add to the show through Zoom. So... Um, there's a platform base of what we do, and then your inclusion will be phenomenal. And the music side of things will really fall a lot on you guys. I, you cannot expect me to choose. You're going to pick songs. You're going to deliver how we do it. There will be a set format to it, and our students will work on that format to make sure we're sounding cutting edge each and every day. Um, that's something Frank and I are very, very much looking forward to. I, have for many years in my career, look forward to having that kind of show. Um, and I've had to depend on my pipes. And to be quite honest with you, um, the show needs that kind of breakup a little bit. Uh, from the monotony, we are in a society with long-formers form, long for podcasting. Your morning show, you don't want to hear me just go on and on and on. So we're going to break up that monotony and do different things. Uh, you can tell we've slipped away from sports a lot more. We do sports early on and then we fade. Bring it up. We don't deeply analyze. We deeply make fun of instead. And uh, we try to have a whole lot of fun in the process. Uh, so we'll be doing that in the coming weeks. Our 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 target is the change of the world. And I know that it's a very sordid and very dark way of doing it. But could someone tell me um, if they'd have an objection um, if I chose, you know, the, the morph day? I won't make a big deal about it, but if, if I chose the morph day to be uh, the 5th of November, Frank. Yes, yes, yes. And now you have something for imaging. Remember, remember the 5th of November. And I believe that w- if, without a whole lot of extra work for Frank, we might be able to include some tease promos in our commercial sets to make people wonder what the
2: 5th... Remember, remember the 5th of November. The gum treason, and plot... I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot.
1: So we won't go all the way in. We'll just do the remember the remember the fifth of November. I
3: don't want to start anarchy here. (laughs) Sorry man, I can't help it, bro. That's my favorite movie, man. I'll deal with you later. You went eight bar instead of four bar there. Oh, Oh my god. Anyway. Lucas was holding my hand back. Like, I went to go push the button, and he kept on holding me back. I'm like, Lucas, let go! This is
1: Lucas's fault,
3: right? So
1: we'll use that as the tease, and that's going to be a a very unorthodox launch date of something that we're not really launching, but we will bring attention to that there's a difference in what you're hearing. Uh, That's what we're going to do. And this show, and the reason the 5th of November is a good day is because obviously the sound, but it's a Thursday. So we go Thursday, Friday into a weekend. We can start that whole thing very festively with a lot of music and a lot of beautiful stuff. Maybe incorporate live mixes again.
3: Hopefully by then we'll stop getting all these political text messages.
1: Well, that's the whole point. We're going to celebrate the fact that <laughs> politics is over.
6: <laughs>
1: We're going to celebrate that that whole thing is over. Even with a mask, we'll celebrate it. <laughs> yes.
2: It was super necessary.
1: Yeah. Oh, it is. 100% is. Boy, we played that in the first hour. Did you see the students' faces? Yeah. I loved it.
6: I did too. They were so uncomfortable. I know.
1: They were so, and I'm not making fun of you guys. A lot of you are in this still. You're still here with me. This is the day. Stay with me for a couple of hours. But it was, um, I wanted to see the eye-opening reaction, and I got it. Some people were stoic. But you could tell that it was not even angry. It was like, this guy's full of
3: it. What do you think Yandy's reaction would have been? To-
1: Yandy would have probably, I don't know, actually. I don't know how she feels about that, actually. Because remember, Yandy's similar to me. Like, we're more morph of, of, of things in that area. She's a, little more, um, she's a little more, she's a little less
3: in the middle than I am. But she's PR friendly about it because every time that we even dabble and she feels like if we're opening the gate to cross into the property wants to jump of that, she's already like... <gasps> Yeah, but then when it's when it but when it's on the other side, she'll be free to mention something just
1: just randomly and slightly like this, like whatever, I'm just throwing it out there, and then I have to play I have to play mean host again with her when I do that.
3: It's usually like this.
1: <laughs> Eating something or drinking something on the Zoom, indeed. Uh, game 3 tonight? No, game 3 tomorrow night. They finally took a day off, Frank. Wow. Wow. So we have football tonight. night, no baseball. Think there's a coincidence that they took Thursday night off?
3: So why did the Dodgers do a bullpen day game two? If they were getting the day of rest, why didn't they factor that in when they were setting up their rotation? Well,
1: they couldn't get to the day of rest with a starter that had enough rest. That's why it was that day. So it the seventh game sense. killed them. Yes.
3: Yes. I mean, they had no control. They had to get to no the seventh game. They had to come back but.
1: from 3-1. But yes, one hundred that would have been totally different if that series went five or six. Even six, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that the rotation couldn't catch up on the rest.
3: So they got lucky that they had Kershaw ready for game one, or did they push him the to limit too? I believe they were ready. I think he was ready. He right. was ready. I think it was his turn. But then you
1: have, but now you have a good rest. Well, yeah. Now and you're now ready now you have the Buellers and then he comes back. Like like Kershaw started one. Now Kershaw Bueller. could feasibly start four. Bueller Because Kershaw starts one on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, he could throw Sunday. Sunday's a five though. Sunday's
3: not a four. He's not gonna be
1: able to throw a four.
3: He'll throw a five.
1: The Dodgers have announced starters for the next two games. I don't know if you're aware of that. Did you?
3: No, I wasn't aware. Yeah, they uh,
1: they made their announcements. I didn't see. I just know. I saw the headline pop up that they had. Um, but you gotta think Walker Bueller starts. Why am I thinking he's yeah? He'll start tomorrow for Game Three. I gotta think. Um. And then I'm just wondering who they would go for four. Yeah, I'm not sure. But they've made the announcement. I'll look it up now. We'll talk about it probably on the other side. But um, they've made their announcement. They've said that, they, you know, they they're, they know who they're starting.
3: So Bueller's starting tomorrow. Bueller's starting tomorrow. Um, the, against like, Morton.
1: And then Urias is going to start in four.
3: And then you have, uh, I don't think they've announced it yet. No, no yeah. All right.
1: It looks like he's going to be starting four. On
3: this side, it says to be determined. But Bueller will be starting game three. Uh, game three.
1: Yeah, that's uh, according to Alden Gonzalez from ESPN late last night. um, The Dodgers keep Julio Urias fresh so he can start game four. All right. So yesterday in a game, they didn't put him in at any point so that he'd be able to throw. And the the announcers said as much. So it'll be uh, Bueller Bueller. three. Good timing. (laughs) Urias and four. So then you come back. Here's the beauty. You come back and then you have Kershaw five. And then I'm sure they're going to take a day off. I don't know if you're looking at the schedule or not, but I'm sure they'll go Sunday, and then they'll take Monday off. Yep, it looks like Monday is off indeed. And then Tuesday, if necessary, would be game six. Interesting. I think it's going to go seven. I think it's a series that's going to go seven
3: games. Your tone has changed since yesterday.
1: Well, because I thought if they won, they could really just take momentum because I'm not impressed with Tampa.
3: Well, they impressed you yesterday. They pitched. They hit.
1: And they almost blew the lead, too.
3: They almost did, but.
1: So, I just, you know, there's things in baseball that are funny that way. I just, you know, I, if I don't have a, a, a horse in the game, I'm going to probably go for the team that I think should win.
3: But the Dodgers have that lineup, though, to make that push, to make put a whole bunch of runs together. We saw them do it against Atlanta. 11 in an inning. Not saying that they can do that every game, but the Dodgers have that lineup.
1: No, they do. There's no doubt about it. You know. I I'll say this to you and I know we got to get out of here and go to break. I've been saying that for like 5 minutes,
3: 6 if we're counting.
1: For whatever it's worth, we we know we know for a fact that whoever wins this World Series, um baseball will look back on this postseason run as successful. And since it's about money, the NBA lost rating share like a mo. And I think baseball, while well, I don't think they got a lot better, I'm sure they dropped because sports in general has
3: dropped. Baseball dropped 22% from last year's. But remember, last year we also had two big markets uh, with uh, with Washington in there. Yeah, that's why they were. I'm telling
1: you, they were praying for either the Astros, the Yankees. This is not the solution they wanted.
3: So you figure the 20% is maybe? It's so because the, of the Rays. It's because of the Rays, right? I'm sorry. Because of the market.
1: So the small market. I think that we're going to see a big explosion in baseball as far as fandom next year. I firmly believe that. I think America is going to go back to the, those sports roots and going to start embracing baseball again. That's what I think is going to be fun. And you know what? If they've got to expand the playoff format, then so be it. If that's what's going to make it work, then I guess I'll be open to it, Frank. They did it responsibly this year. Like, I, I don't like... The only thing I don't like is how many teams we're in. Everything else they did quite well.
3: Yeah, I guess. I mean, we had to do the neutral side thing because there was, the travel was going to stop. That's suck, out of their so control. In fact, fact, in fact,
1: commend it. them for doing it in a way where, you know, nothing's happened.
3: Right. So. And it and they was were, they were pretty cool in the first round that they had everybody play in their ballpark and there was no travel. Um, so uh, they did do it right. They, they did, did the best well. they can possibly do it. Because they, there's no location like in basketball that you can kind of set up a convention center with multiple fields. Like there's not many places that are set up for that. That's the same thing that football had. And I'm sure when football gets into a playoff format, they've already discussed into a possible bubble situation. All right, go to break. Come back on the other side.
1: We got more of this stuff. So today is what Thursday? It's not Thursday anymore.
3: It's BIS Thursday. Uh, Just today. I
1: don't like doing the BIS thing. But we have established Wu-Tang Wednesdays. We'll start next Wednesday here on the show. Yeah, buddy. In honor of Biz Thursday. You like that, huh?
6: Yeah, buddy. Cool.
1: Talk about our weekends on the other side. Yeah, because the kids are off after today.
3: Yeah, today's like Friday.
1: And for us, it's turds day. There, I said it.
3: Hey, look what I found. A
1: radio.
0: Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
1: Good show today, Frank.
3: Thanks, bro. You too.
1: Taking, taking care of being Siempre. I like that we made determinations today.
3: I like, I like how we do our, uh, how we're very transparent when we do uh, on air production meetings. Yeah, we have our on air
1: production meetings. I think we should have some sort of uh, imaging for that. Kind of poking fun at the fact that we do it.
3: I'm working on a couple.
1: Oh, God. You're working on a couple of poke funds at the old man? Is that what it there is? All right, so I'll be ready for it.
3: I got to. I got to step up my game. You watching football tonight? I am, watching, not, I watching am not watching football. I am not watching football I had to slam on the brakes. I, I, I was like, not. I am. And then I was like, hold on a minute. It's Eagles, Giants, NFC, NFC Least. I am you not see the watching commercials. This.
1: See how they showcase the commercials? Of course they do. Daniel Jones.
3: Come on, man. Devontae Freeman. Frank Fernandez. Because we can't name any other players. Larry Million Yes. That was very Batmanish.
1: It sure was. <laughs> Dude, it's getting cooler out. Like Miami cool. Like in the 70s. This morning was pleasant. Pleasant.
3: So it's the beginning of the not-so-hot season.
1: Yeah, they called it fall. We're not in fall.
3: We're fall. Gonna... Fall's in January here. You know that? Actually, have, March. We
1: don't have a winter. No, fall's in January. No, You're no. If you
3: pay attention to the trees and the way the leaves fall on the trees, our spring is really our fall. Like, I feel like we live in the southern hemisphere, kind of. You know how the seasons are opposite? Yeah. It kind of feels that way a little bit.
1: Well, we are kind of close to the equator.
3: That's why I'm saying. We kind of live on the south part of the equator.
1: Well, the, you mean the north part
3: of the equator. Well, we do live in the north part. I'm saying the way our seasons work, it feels like we live on the south, the south side. Okay. Because I go walking around the neighborhood all the time with a wife, and in March and April, May, you can't walk through without gear, with all the leaves on the floor. But then you look around this time where it's supposed to be fall, trees are greener than ever.
1: Oh, Frank, imagine just 10 days. Are you going to work on the imaging? Remember,
3: remember. Brother, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. You better believe I'm going to work on that imaging. So you
1: know what it is that I want to do? I want you to just kind of slide it in. With no
3: explanation, it just plays. Oh, just randomly, like just here and there?
1: And then you have another one that's like a 10-second like a, a one, and then another one that's like either 20 or 30 seconds that sort of kind of explains or, or teases that there's going to be a mild change on that day. The one thing will never change is closing out the show with this. Never. Never again, I promise you, Anthony.
3: Forever never. No matter what Omar Luna says. I'm going to play this at your funeral. That's not funny because it's actually written down. Shut up! Are you kidding me? I was trying to make a joke out of it. So I, I was gonna tell you, like, I was gonna be that producer. You're like, you yeah. know how like you watch all these movies and like the members of the team kind of show up and they kind of do something that signifies the coach. Yeah, I'm the gonna kids, be that guy that comes out with a little radio in the back and just kind of just plays this song. The
1: kids understand that they cannot follow traditional. I don't want you to now. go anywhere. Let's just make this. No, I understand, clear. but I've had that conversation with them eerily enough. It's theater of the mind, here. and they didn't like it either. And I think Anthony even started welling up when I said it. I was going to now. That's yeah, why I kind of had to make a joke I said, out of it. I said, that's the one. Like, and I don't care if anybody gets upset. Like, You do it because I told you to. And they said, you need to put that in writing. Because I'm going to have a hard time explaining that to someone. And I'm like, well, this, is, this says a lot. This, this song, you know, means the world to me.
3: I can't hear this song the same. Oh, no, I, I can't. can't do it. I heard it in the car, and I'm like, hmm, the show's closing. My wife's like, what? And I'm like, babe. The it, song.
1: It's my The End song. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that it's ever been a The End song, but it, for me, anything that is The End comes with this. You know, the clock strikes 12, like everything you want to say about it. But the song is a beautiful song. It is just, it's a scintillating song. It really is, and it's, it's pure, it's melodic, it's kind of cool. Just like fall days in South Florida, kind of cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Good morning, amigos. Pretty cool. Those 5th of November changes cool also, too. <laughs> Sometimes I don't think I, I don't think I do anything but work around here, right? Dear god, but uh, we have fun while we do it. We really do have fun while we do it. So um for that I say thank you to all. Another day in the books. We've done some stuff. There's going to be Wu-Tang Wednesdays. Thursday will be renamed at some point. In the meantime, I was born in Brooklyn, kid. The jump in the water in Coney Island in the 40s and the 50s. Didn't matter to me. It's a little cooler. Shirts off, baby.
0: Deuces! The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.